Hi, Puddles. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. So I have you on speaker, and we are live on Mellow Mondays and Salty Coffee. Do you want to do your introduction first since you're the stereo um, expert? <laughs> No, that's not me. That's more like uh, that's more like Crystal. She's an expert. Oh, learning from her. But okay, so yeah, then I go ahead. Um. Well, hi. I am your politically talented spiritual puddles flow ninety one. And this is Chris. Uh, not Crystal. Puddles flow. Tatiana, who's one of the contestants on the Salty Coffee podcast. Poetry Contest, and today is Mellow Mondays on Salty Coffee Podcast. And do we know that April is National Poetry Month? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, so April is a National Poetry Month. Um, but the Salty Coffee Podcast can be found on YouTube, Salty Coffee, on Facebook at Salty Coffee Podcast, on the Stereo app, so on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time, if you want to join the Salty Coffee podcast on stereo or outside of stereo, feel free. So you can also replay this broadcast on Anchor, Salty Coffee, Spotify, Salty Coffee, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Or you can visit my website at www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. So this Monday, everyone, we have Tatiana J. Tati uh, Puddles, do you want to recite your poems um, live, or do you? How do you want to do that? Um, I don't mind. Do you want me to recite? Yes. Would you like for me to say I, 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 the the unblock me and black is beautiful because those are the two that you submitted to the contest. The the poems with the most votes, they get $200. So let's support Miss Puddles Flow and go into the Salty Coffee website at www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. And you'll hear her, her poems and then you can vote right next to the poem. So which one would you like to start? Um... I'm trying to see which one. I probably do um, Black is Beautiful. Sure. I, I love that one. Yeah, I was, at the, when I wrote it, I was just, I was just sitting in my room, just like, just like what would be good for me to write. And, you know, Black, with all the stuff that was going on, I wrote it during Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And with all the, all the tra like traumatic stuff that was going on through, out the world and especially where I'm at because it's a lot it's a lot of stuff that happens here that goes unheard and unspoke about so do you want to tell us where you're at or is that something Ooh, you want to <laughs> just give us I a state I'm yeah I'm in Georgia okay where I'm at where I'm at I wouldn't even wish it on an enemy okay well you know you can always come to the Bronx and visit <laughs> Okay. I, I mean, I've been to Utica, New York before. It's not, it's not the same. <laughs> I, I know. I can, <laughs> I can see. I, I hear a lot about it. 
but um, we have a message. Let me get this one right quick. Yeah. I co-hosts, hope all is well. Um, hope y'all blessed. Um, what are y'all talking about? Hey. Hi, Tyra. Thank you for stopping by. So there's there's a couple of things going on. So Salty Coffee has a podcast outside of stereo, but I've been with stereo since last year. And um uh puddles flow enrolled and registered with the Salty Coffee Podcast Poetry Contest for a chance to win $200. So today we're going to talk about how people use poetry for healing. And uh, Puddles is going to let us know tonight how... So she wrote two poems and she submitted two poems to the contest, Unblock Me and Black is Beautiful. And we're talking about the Black is Beautiful. So she's going to recite the Black is Beautiful um, first. And then she's going to let us know what was she thinking around that time, why she wrote it, which she mentioned a couple of things of why she wrote it and when. So welcome to the stereo for Puddles Flow and Salty Coffee. I'm generally not on here, but on stereo. But... um. I, I want to help Puddles into exploring new things and getting out of her little shell because she's very shy. And I think that's okay. So you want to listen to this message and then we can get into the poem? Yeah, I'll do the, we'll do the message first and then go to the okay. poem. What's going on, Puddles Flow 91, as well as Salty Coffee? I go by on Crystal's platform for the listeners wanted to come through and support y'all and chilling through poetry. I cannot wait to hear Puddles Flow 91 poem that she did for your contest. And I'm excited for this live. Keep it up, ladies. And I hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday as well. Thank you, I am Crystal. We love you. Thank you. I got one more. Okay, Puddles, congratulations. Um, yes, I'll listen to you and hear your poems because I do poems too and write and everything. So I'm with you, girl. Okay, you got this. Blah. <laughs> All right, Puddles. All right, the first one I'm reading. It is black is beautiful, but it has a question mark at the end of it, though. I know. <laughs> it says, you're so beautiful. Why am I beautiful? Because all black is beautiful. My black isn't beautiful. What do you mean? Why am I beautiful? Because you're not the average black girl. What is the average black girl? Ghetto, loud, big eyes, big hips, and big ass. Am I not the average black on um, black girl because my eyes are smaller? Or is it my hips don't extend more than the average black girl? The average black girl to me is whoever is strong enough to love who they are, big or small, tall or short, thick or slim. To you, all black is beautiful. But does she feel her black is beautiful? Before you go saying all black is beautiful, ask her, does she feel her black is beautiful? If she says no, help her know her blackness is beautiful beyond the outer view. Then she, then she will know her black is beautiful. So that is black is beautiful. Puddles. Yes. Tell me, 
when did you write this? You said you wrote it around Black History Month. And what were you, what were your feelings when you wrote this? I wrote it, um, I wrote it right, like it was, when I wrote it, it was around like February the 7th, around that area. Okay. And I just, when I wrote it, I didn't know what I was, what I was going, I wasn't going through anything at all, but when I kept noticing a lot of the black females was being disrespected because of their skin tone, and a lot of them were starting to question, and then a lot of people even start bleaching their skin so they can be lighter. And that's why I stated it with the question mark, black is beautiful. You shouldn't, but at the time I would, if I could be around those that did try to bleach their skin, you should always, I would have said, never question if your black is beautiful because it is, but we do have our inner blackness that's, that shines more than our outer. Right. And it becomes and in, feared by those that are not. So when I see all that happening, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a poem and put a question mark behind it. It'll make people wonder why did I do that? And what was the purpose of the question mark? But it's for you to question yourself. Is my black beautiful? Am I trying to become lighter so I won't be as black? So my black will not be beautiful if it's still the same. Right. Do you think, how, how do you think, women, why do you think women do that? Like, why, where, where do you think that, aside from society and magazines and TV and, you know, the, the typical standard, why do you, from the, from the home aspect as, as you're being raised, you know, in an African-American or even Latino, because we have black people too in Latino culture. What do you think it is? Where do you think that comes from where having lighter skin is, is, I guess, deemed more beautiful? Well, when I, um, when, see, I, when I was younger, I used to be really, really light. And then like a lot of the teachers were so, I got a lot, I have to say when I was in like in high school, I was real light, I was light skinned. And it was females that were darker than me. I was able to be able to eat in the library and read a book, which was not normal for anybody else. Like anybody else, like it was a girl that was darker than me. She wanted to do the same, but she wasn't. And then they were like, oh, she's so pretty. She looks like she's mixed. Cause you know, light skinned females are more sexier than darker females. And I, would, I used to beg to differ because I may have been light, but I wasn't, I didn't consider myself more beautiful than the one that's chocolate or brown-skinned. To me, all black has its own definition of beauty. It, you, to you, another female can be ugly, but it can be like a radiant beauty. It can be indefinite beauty, but it's always a different definition to someone's beauty. But if all black was beautiful, as everybody say it is, there's so many tones of black. Right. There's midnight black. It's just so many, there's so many shades of it. And which one is it? If I'm black, then I should be the color of a crown and you're labeling me as an inanimate object. So that's why it's a question. Black is beautiful. And to who also? 
But I, I've always, um, I always believe like it's, it has to come from you first. Like I never, you know, when people say, oh, I don't see color, you know, I, I'm not sure what that means in general, but I, I we, you and I know what that means. <laughs> they don't see color, but um, <laughs> I, I, I was brought up that how you treat people specifically how you treat yourself is far more important, you know, than, and that's what really makes you beautiful. Like if you're a kind and generous person and you're a giving person, that in itself, and that's my opinion, it's not facts, yes. is what really makes someone beautiful. Too. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it too, because um, beauty is not the outer, outer appearance. Because exactly. you can be the world's beautiful, most gorgeous person ever mm-hmm. and be the most nastiest person at the same time which will make you ugly all right and you know what you know where i well i the way i see it and the way i saw it was um how how does stevie wonder look at women you know like i knew he was blind and i he knew he couldn't see so how would he know is someone you know so i always looked at it at a perspective of the visually impaired person Someone who can't really see. Exactly. <laughs> so. Because they go off of touch. Exactly. And smell. <laughs> so you could be beautiful exactly. and yeah. still smell like shit, right? <laughs> exactly. And be like, oh, wait. But then I think about, see, like that. It's, it's, I believe it because I, I wonder, like with Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, like what? What feel was were they feeling for to know if the female was beautiful? What smell? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of scents that smells good, but mm-hmm. doesn't always match up to the beauty of a person. So, what smell were they distinctively looking for? To know if she's beautiful? Like what? What feeling did they want to feel when they touch somebody to know exactly that they that this person was beautiful to them? So, what was the other singers? Um, the blind singer's name, the second one, not Stevie Wonder, the other one. Ray Charles. Yeah. So, did you see his film? Did you see his movie? Yes. Where he yes. touched and the I woman's actually, wrist. Say, <laughs> yes. I, I. The thing about it is, we actually have the. Um, it's about I think about forty-five minutes to an hour. The Ray Charles Plaza in in Albany, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. It's a piano. It's a piano with him on it, and you, it's like a really, a really huge keyboard. It's, it's like it's called, it's like the sidewalk, but it's and you know the shape of a keyboard. But everybody go visit there. So, um, just to let the YouTube and Facebook um, folks know that um, we're on stereo. So on stereo, we have the opportunity for people to chime in and leave messages. So right now we have three messages and we have to listen to them. We don't let them delay. So we're gonna let um, Puddles play the next one. It's up salty coffee and bubbles flow 91. How are you guys doing? Hi, Tori. Thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? Tori, so we're... I understand. No. 
Um, it's okay. it, <laughs> we're so it, sorry. <laughs> it replay it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Replay it. Go ahead. I understand what she's trying to say. Because this generation, they feel like generation before, but now people look more on your skin complexion. If you're not a certain way, they are dirty. If you're not a, a certain look, you're not worthy. You understand? So I understand exactly what she's saying. But no matter what, don't make nobody or nothing in this world tell you that you're not nothing. You're beautiful. Fat, skinny, everything indifferent. You're beautiful because you're God made. God made you. And God never made anything wrong. Okay? So... <laughs> I just want to remind everyone from stereo that we are on YouTube and Facebook through the salty coffee podcast. Um, so just, I just wanted to share that with you and you are live on Facebook. So if you want to chime in on Facebook or YouTube to that chat room, that's fine. It would be the same. So we're going to listen to the next message. Can I do a poem for you? Can I do a can I do a poem for you, Puddles? Let me know. I'm gonna make up one right on the spot for you. Bye. <laughs> and do you know what the next one is? Okay. I'll put the next one. Yeah. My niece is blind. And sometimes they could touch you and feel the beauty in in you. You understand? Because there's a spirit sometimes come over them too. You understand? It's not by the smell. It's something come over them because all their senses um, come. You understand? So they could tell if you're kind. They could they could tell if something is wrong because the senses. You understand? But girl, just hold on. <laughs> Tyra Star, you're amazing. But yes. So going back to the black is beautiful with a question mark. Um, now that you are an adult and you probably see things a little different, right? Because when we're children, we really don't see, I mean, I don't ever remember being poor, which I believe I was, um, but I never felt that I was because I just probably wasn't around rich folks <laughs> to know the difference. <laughs> Um, but I also ha grew up in a neighborhood with predominantly African-Americans. As a Latina, you know, it was difficult growing up because I was stuck in between having to cater to my Spanish-speaking friends, but I also enjoyed myself with the Black girls. Um, one, because I had a lot of hair. <laughs> And two, because hair was a thing. So color and hair, like 
even even dark skin women who have fair hair get sort of like a pass too for being beautiful in in in, in the eyes of some people, right? But yes. now that you're an adult and you see and you know that your perspective of how you felt back then has it changed a little like do you know that this is not anything new when it comes to colorism do you feel that colorism will at some point change or do you think we 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 self-hate more than what we we want to believe that other people hate about color women or color people um i to be honest, that's not the way things were like then. I kind of like witnessed a lot of it, a lot of self hate because of the skin tone and everything at a young age. Okay. And I read books about it, so it's like it's still similar the same because no, it's not changing. I wish it would change, but things is actually getting worse than what it was because now it's based off with everything about you. If it's if you are darker, nine times out of ten you are a robber. You just got out of prison, you are on food stamps, you you get government assistance or whatever, because the darker your skin, the more poor you are. I, I forgot what book I read that in. I was I think it was about uh, eleven or twelve and it stated in the book, the darker the skin, the poorer you be. And and it's, it's like that. I see it. I see that it's more like that because you are category and categorized in that aspect. Because if you are really like you're successful, you come off as a successful person. If you are mixed, you just was placed in a, a family. But if you are dark skinned, you're just the ones to watch out for. They may rob you or they don't have a job. They got government assistance. They're just categorized in a certain area. So as now, as I'm older, I see it and I actually, I, I didn't believe it when I was younger, but now I actually do believe it because I actually see it here where I'm at. They are categorized just like that. Do, do you think that's mostly a Georgia thing where you're from? Or do you think that's, because um, uh, um, I don't know, I grew up in New York and we're so much of a melting pot. And maybe they just don't hide it in Georgia. Maybe New York has a, a good way of hiding it. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's out there, but they're hiding it in, in some systemic way, which I wouldn't doubt it. But I just, I don't know. It's, it's, out, it's out here. Well, well, I don't know about anywhere else in Georgia, mm -hmm. but like this city specific, it's like out there, like... I can versus okay, like I went in the store with my sister before. She's darker than me, and I'm lighter. The guy watched my sister a lot more than me. Wow. And it made my sister snap because she was like, You're watching me, and then my sister is right here. And he didn't really pay me no attention, but it's still it's the fact it still felt bad because like you're watching my sister because she's darker. And I'm like, it's, and then my niece is like, my, her oldest daughter, mind you, she's like super light. She's mixed. She has Puerto Rican in her and she's really, really light. They've accused her and said that my niece was not her daughter because she's darker. 
Wow. So, yeah, I think they're just more out there with it than in New York. In New York, they'll find other ways of hiding the colorism thing. That's that's sad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it? I'm like, I'm thinking now. Like, it would I rather be in a place where it is out there like that, <laughs> um, or or a place where it's just you know, like here in New York, like you don't you don't really know, um, and sometimes we don't really know what's going on because we're so isolated and. New York is such a big place, but um, if there's anyone out there who is experiencing those issues, which I mean, right now we, we, I know I can walk into a store on Fifth Avenue before COVID and be followed, but I, I don't, I'm like, whatever. That's just me. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if you're going to be following me, I will not be spending my money in the store. Thank you very much. <laughs> And then, you know, the, know yeah, and then the online thing started, you know, and now when it comes to hair products or skin products, I'm just pretty much doing some of it on my own natural stuff. So we'll see. But we have two messages. All right, let's play that one. My sister, listen. You're putting yourself in one category, okay? When it comes down to somebody really cueing us about our skin color and making us feel like we're not worthy of even being alive, that's a lie. You understand? Because in you you know your worth you know what you're capable of doing some things that you've been doing some people not even got there yet you understand so you gotta put yourself on a higher level you understand because if you stay where what people tell you you're gonna be you're not gonna be nothing so you're you gotta put yourself like up there you I agree. Because at the end of the day, people trying to live in, in people expectation of you. People can't judge you. It's only God will judge you. You understand? Listen, you're beautiful. You 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 need to tell yourself, you need to give yourself aff affirmation. I think I'm messing up the word. Every day, look in the mirror, mirror. I love my skin color. I love everything about me. Because if you don't say that to yourself, nobody going to tell you how beautiful you is. You got to have confidence in yourself. Because people like to see when you're broken. You understand? So you got to lift yourself up. If somebody say, oh, you, your, your skin color ugly, thank you. I know I'm beautiful. You understand? Oh, you, I'm fat. Thank you. I know I'm fat, but I could, I could do better than everybody else. Listen. I'll try your next message now. Colorism never going to change. 
It's going to be from generation to generation. And if colorism change, it's going to be something else. You understand? It's not going to change because slavery is still here. So colorism is going to be here. You understand? But at the end of the day, you got to love yourself no matter what what you in what skin color you in because if you don't love yourself the enemy the devil wants you not to feel worthy wants you not to feel nothing you understand so you gotta look in yourself screw what everybody thinks of you you understand screw if they don't like you and you know is you you know what you capable of love your skin yeah <laughs> Thank you, Tara. That is a very inspirational message, and I agree. And maybe that's why I have not endured any, you know, like I told you, puddles. I just walk around like, hey, whatever. If you want me here, you don't, you don't, whatever. But tell us a little bit of going back into the healing through poetry. Tell us how writing that poem that you wrote black is beautiful question mark tell us how you can use that to sort of like well tell us how you heal from that like how can you use that poem to probably think and view things a little differently being where where you're at Well, me personally, if I, that was written, because see, some of my poems that I write, I write from experiences around me and things that I see, mm -hmm. but some of, some stuff I write is from my heart, um, but with that poem, I would say to, is, let's know that you're beautiful, don't question your, 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 your beauty or your blackness, because like she said, mm -hmm. regardless if you, if you love yourself or not, Somebody's gonna say something, right? Somebody's gonna talk about it. Somebody, oh, she's, oh my gosh, she's, she's so dark. Ugh. But I know that my, I know that my black is rare mm -hmm. because when it comes to being, when it comes to me, why I say that my black is rare because I feel that I loved. It took, it took me a hard time to love myself. It took me going through heartbreak to love myself. It took me going through sacred healing journey to know exactly how rare my blackness is. Yes, it's beautiful, but it's also rare because I would say that I am that rose that, that grew um, in concrete. Right. Because I, I had to go through a lot just to know exactly what it feels like. I love, yes, now I love myself more than I have before. I know that I'm beautiful. I do tell myself I'm beautiful. And I don't see me personally. I don't too much like mirrors. I don't have one in my room. That's a no go. I've never been intrigued with having mirrors in my room. That's just my thing. I don't have to have a mirror to look at to know that I'm beautiful, regardless if my face is made up or not. If I look at myself in the mirror or not, I still know that I'm beautiful. Right. Because it's it's me. I am who I am because when I, I said in my last life before, whenever I look in the mirror, I question it because yes, I'm beautiful. I'm yes, I am. I'm beautiful. I know that for a fact, but when I go in there, which and look at my reflection, 
I always say, is my reflection saying the same thing back? Am I the positive of that ref of that reflection and trying to help that reflection know as well that it's beautiful? Or am I just a person and, you know, or am I the reflection of that person? Want to see what it feels like to know that I'm beautiful. So I don't personally need a mirror to, you know, to look at, to say that I'm beautiful. I just wake up and stretch and, oh my gosh, you're beautiful today. Look at you, you're looking remarkable. Even though you don't have your hair done, you're not made up, you're beautiful. Amen. And you are. You're such a nice person. I know you're very shy. So it took me a little, I'm shy too. <laughs> so I thought, I was like, okay, this is going to be perfect because we're both shy. <laughs> Do you believe me when I tell you I'm shy, Puddles? <laughs> no, not really. I was kind of nervous. Why? <laughs> Why were you I was like salty coffee? You want to do a live with me? I was like, oh my gosh. Wait, what? Come on. Yes. Are you kidding me? No way. Why were you nervous? Because you're, you're, okay, you do, you have your podcast, you have your, you're a YouTuber, you do all types of stuff off of stereo, and you're so productive. It's just like, it's the same way I am with um Crystal. Because I, I still get nervous when I have to do lives with her. Before I do them, I get a little nervous. Fun, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and and you calm her down. You bring her back to like, all right, I am Crystal, calm down. <laughs> Cause I, she gets <laughs> she gets a little like tough on people, like, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. And you bring her back to, to the healing part. Cause you you are a healer, right? And it naturally. Yes, that is my um my life path number is the master number eleven, the healer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I know, and we can do a podcast on that one day. But going back to the black is oh, beautiful. Be nice. I know, right? Going back to the healing yeah. process and using poetry in healing. How how do you do? You want to read the next one on block me because I, I I was very intrigued with that one. That one I was like I we we have to talk about that one. I want to know what that was all about. Okay. okay, I will I'll read it to you. Okay, I'll read that one. I have to, okay, I'm, let's get these three messages and I'm gonna read read that one. Okay. Self-esteem is knowing your worth. It's the positive feeling we have when we face the world. Knowing oneself is in self-meditation. You don't need any medication. The world tries to push a certain type of lifestyle, ordering your step, telling you what to do next. But if the truth is what you seek, love yourself, be a part of a team, mind, soul, and body makes the dream of oneself becomes real. That is true. Okay. <laughs> the definition of self-esteem. <laughs> self yeah. Yeah, I just wrote that poem before. Um, when I'm when I read poetry, I like to put passion in it, and I know there's not enough time for me to even read that in passion. So I just sent that little thing there. Actually, um, seeing your podcast, just tuned in, but you know, just wanted to write that. Thank you. That's awesome. One more, and then we can go to unblock me. I think it's the natural disposition of a woman to be coy and shy, by the way. But um, what, what do you sisters want to heal against through poetry? Oh my god, do we need to go through the list? 
we, we I could barely hear him. Well, he's he said, um, well, I heard the question, and the question is, what is it exactly that we as women? Well, he said that women in general naturally are shy. I, I believe that's what I understood. He said, and then he questioned, like, what what do we what will we be healing through poetry? And, and the list can go on. I mean, there's a long list of things that women need healing from. Um, it could be from birth, traumatic experiences, uh, young children experiences, traumatic experiences. Um, and this is not just for women. I mean, healing through poetry can be for everybody. And I'm sure poet poets, um, people who write poetry, it that's it's the same as people who write music. It's it's their is their weed, <laughs> is their smoke their drink, their alcohol, you know, it's, it's a sense of for them to heal or, or to feel better. But poetry has always been something that I'm interested in. Um, I used to write a lot when I was younger and it was just to get out of the hood in my own head. Right. Um, I did grow up in the hood. Uh, in the eighties, it was about crack and, you know, gun violence and AIDS. There was just so much going on in the 80s. So I use music, dance, and writing poetry to get away. Yes, that's a good way. I used to, um, well, I, I started writing poetry at a, at a young, at a very young age. Um, it was my way to escape any type of pain that I experienced, any traumatic events I experienced, just to escape from reality. That was my way. I didn't, a lot of people, a lot of, well, when I first started, a lot of kids used, you know, imagination, you know, right. creating characters to escape from reality. Yeah. I chose poetry as my escape route. That's awesome. I, I was actually a dancer, so dancing was for me. That was my first thing. <laughs> I couldn't sing even if it killed me, but I tried. <laughs> All right, let's listen to this one more message, and then we're getting to unblock me, because I have to get back to work at um, 8. So. Okay. That's the stereotype again. A woman's supposed to be humble, quiet, and this and that. Stop it. That. <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> My first poem I wrote was Imperfect Me. Um, I was going... It wasn't, it was, a, you could say it was an abusive relationship, but verbal more than physical. And he said something to me and said to me, lash out, I started to write. And from that, I've been writing poetry ever since. And... Um, a lot of people love my poems, you know, some take it personal, personally than some, but I just keep, keep on going. Blah. And yeah. Yeah. Well, 
let's get to this one. Um, unlock me. Unlock me. She came unexpected as she wrapped her comfortable wings around me, stating I was safe that I was safe to love again. She discovered me when I was at my coldest and darkest moments. I had given up on knowing the word love as I, as it became one of my worst enemies who I hated to face. Her conversations made me feel complete and not threatened by the words she would choose. I knew she was different and not like the rest who forced me into isolation of cruel thoughts against all who would want to give me love as I was damaged beyond repairs. I thought it would be difficult to create a key that could rescue me to find freedom from ever finding happiness. I now love without judgmental thoughts to push true love away. It is a battlefield trying to stay on the same track without falling back into that dark hole that waits for me to live there for eternity. Yet with her, I say keep waiting as I am comfortable where I reach every day. As I now have my master key, so please unlock me. And what were you thinking there? Do you want to tell us the story of well, that of that one? Well, um, it's a little I personal. This, <laughs> this here, actually, I wrote it. I wrote it around around March. I had met someone. We 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 conversed for a while, and she was very accepting of who I who I am. And when I would talk to her, I didn't feel like, oh my God, maybe, you know, people are all cool. People are all this, they're users and abusers. Maybe if, you know, she's probably, it's the reason why she want to talk to me. Like she say that I'm, you know, I'm beautiful. Like what she want. I didn't feel any of that, which I had locked away. And I actually, it was, it's like a metaphysical key that I lost. I didn't, I didn't know how to feel. Cause that, before I didn't believe in like, people being nice. I didn't believe in love. I didn't believe in nothing. But when I met her, she made me feel like maybe there are some nice people out there. Maybe there are some people that I can actually give love to. Cause she, she was that shoulder that I can, you know, lean on. She was that listening ear that I always was for somebody else. So she was able to let me talk to her. And then the words that she would say, it just made me feel like, there was no problems that I was, I was able to be fixed like emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I felt closer to her, even though we were, we're just, we're just friends. So it was a lot different for me to like, just have this feeling and just write a poem. Cause I didn't know where to begin. Then I just said, unlock me. Like, I feel like it's time for me to unlock the person that I supposed to have been and actually unlock that feeling that I locked away years ago. And she helped me with being that, that comfort and being that friend. She helped me find that key to unlock me. So I was just, I, I basically spiritually gave it to her to help me unlock me. So that's why I ended it with, so please unlock me because I feel like with her, it's more of I can do whatever I put my mind to. I can love without any type of thoughts of saying like what is the catch behind it. Even if it's not like being in love with somebody or it's just like that that love feeling. I can actually let that out 
and I have not feel like it's a catch or oh if if I say that no I have I let this love out something's gonna happen something's bad gonna happen so now it's like it's no negativity that comes behind it when I have any type of feeling or when I talk to her it's just a positive feeling with everything that is being spoken from out of her mouth that is encouraging me that's awesome do you feel like um, that was something that you can now, you know, affirm as what's her name? Tyra Starr was saying, you know, you use affirmations to to continue to heal yourself. Do you see now that you yes. can you can be open to other people and and letting your letting other people in um, without any, you know, walls or yes i feel like i can well that's i feel like i could do that yeah that's really good then and i'm glad that that person was able to do that and that's part of um i think uh the healing process because we can write poems but i i always felt that it's so important to share them with people and talk about what you wrote you know and we probably only some people will probably only do this in a school setting, but I think um, I think poetry is just amazing. All right, we got two messages. Yeah, because when I when I wrote it, <laughs> uh -huh. when yeah. I wrote it, I read it to I read it to her, but mm -hmm. I didn't go in in depth of how it what was the full the reason behind yeah. it and how I felt when I wrote it. So yeah, <laughs> you're so you're so amazing. I can't believe you were shy. <laughs> I can't believe you were like, not Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I'm not Oprah Winfrey, girl. <laughs> I'm just salty coffee. This is, I'm not. You I know, but you're just, you're inspiring and you do a lot of stuff. Like it's, not a lot of people do that and still want to, you know, those that aren't as, and their like level of certain things or I don't know how, how I could put it on some people go by levels and say maybe you know you're not on my level so I don't want to talk like oh do anything no with you. you do this I do different things but then like when I seen your I seen you was doing like your podcast I looked through the rest of them that was on your YouTube I was like oh my gosh she's like so amazing like and then like oh my gosh she's one she's a she's going to do a stereo with me I'm like wow I was like that's so cool. <laughs> I even told my mom. I was like, I got a live with salty coffee. She was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, who's that? That's funny. But I don't even like. I'm glad that you said that because I I really don't like. I don't know. I I have two daughters, so you know, and I have a full time job, so I'm always busy. But um. My podcast was created to empower people and to inspire them. So I'm glad to hear it from you that you said that because I don't really get much feedback <laughs> from a lot of people. So, you know, I'm trying to get feedback from people, but I'm glad that you said that. And I'm happy because that's like the purpose of my podcast, you know, so that people can come out of their shell, open up a little bit more and explore the world. The, you know, whatever is out there, because for women, it's very hard to, to do that. So 
just know that don't limit yourself and you can you can do it you can do it and i and i me personally i don't go on stereo much because i i am shy <laughs> and i just go in there and i just talk to one person one time and then that's it i don't really you know puddles i i come in and i say hi to you guys and i'll you know i like to listen I, i'm a good listener um but let's go through these messages because I'm going to have 10 minutes after we probably listen to that. Okay. All right. I probably should have pulled the echo on in at all, but um, just to sum up what the last woman said about our woman, it's not supposed to be quite quite originated in a man's woman. My life was open in a whisper before you entered it. I'm not sure whether it's trying to change or kiss you. So just so you know, you're we can't we can barely hear what you're saying. Um if you're still here. Um we we really I couldn't hear anything at all. All I heard was carry on. <laughs> All I heard was carry on, carry on at the end. <laughs> but your mic is very low. Yeah. Your mic is very low or you're very too or you're very far away from from it. But we could listen to the second one now. You could have been free with her and give her all of you then giving other people all of you so you let your guard down because you're comfortable with her and you know you never let your guards down before and she opened doors that you never thought you would ever open so that that's that's a deep poem right there all right hey that is thank you so much for that feedback I'm Crystal. You're still here. She left a message. We're going to listen to it in a minute. We just want to give a shout out to all the people who are in the room. Queda Green or Queda Green 22. If I'm mispronouncing it, I apologize. I am Crystal. Truly blessed. Nomad. I have no idea what that is. Nomad. ICT. Nomadic. Oh, nomad. Nomadic. <laughs> um, and Tyra Star. 3T and life is a foxhole and life is a foxhole. Thank you for sharing your small poem, even though it was sounded like it was from Alexa. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Let's see what Crystal. I know. Right. Let's see what Crystal got to say. The next one is the next one is my mom. Oh, hi, mom. Charlie. <laughs> Go ahead. So let's play it. Hello, hello, hello. I just wanted to come through and show love for Puddles Flow 91 and Salty Coffee. Salty Coffee don't know me, but I am Puddles' mom. Aww. So I'm always showing love. Thank you, mom, for stopping by and showing some love. I am Salty Coffee, and I'm probably everybody's mom in here, too. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm 51 puddles. You do know that, right? Say what? 
You know I'm 51, right? I could be your mom. <laughs> My mom is 51. Oh, see? You see? <laughs> there you go. So mom needs to be on my podcast. <laughs> she, needs, she needs to come over and we need to do a show together about raising daughters, our beautiful daughters. Because that, that's really what my podcast. I'm trying to get her to do some shows. Yeah, because um, one of the things uh, that I want to do is I'm close to retirement. So I, um, that's why I started the podcast to help people to learn how to earn more money so that they can retire early. So like now if you're in your thirties or twenties, pretty much how to invest, you know, so that starting now, so that you'll be able to do that. But um, we have seven minutes, so let's get on. <laughs> okay, let's see what Crystal says. Shout out to Puddlesville 91 for having the courage to actually share both poems today uh, with us. That was amazing. Keep writing because you are you are what you, you know, give yourself the talented, uh, well, my bad, poetically talented, spiritual Puddlesville 91. <laughs> That's your intro. And uh, Salty Coffee, like, of course you're amazing. You're awesome. And I know Puddles probably like, you shy, Saucy Coffee? Like, when I told her I was shy at times, I get my moments. Um, but I don't get shy when I have to talk to people, like, on stereo. Obviously. Shy, Obviously. Um, or nervous moments. <laughs> but certain things in life happen, and um, I may have a nervousness about me. But at the end of the day, y'all both are doing amazing. Puddles came far from her journey thus far uh, from last year to this year and yeah that's awesome puddles I, I didn't realize you were that shy and you know so much because I heard the podcast from you guys before and they were like well puddles with uh, Brie is it Brie Brie talks Yes. Yeah. And, you know, she was saying that you're the one that everybody goes to for information. You're like the Google lady. Like, <laughs> let's, let's puddles flow that, that information because we know puddles flow has it. <laughs> All right. Two more. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this Sorry. One. Keep doing amazing things. Both of y'all keep growing. Um, and saucy coffee. You know, your podcast is awesome on YouTube. Keep doing your thing. You're going to go far with that. You are helping and changing people. And you're going to get more spotlight on the things you're doing behind the scenes of this app, as well as Postful 91. This is just a stepping stone that you may be encountering right now, Postful 91, um, in your life but you're slowly getting through it and you've came thus far already and you can hear it um, from when you started on, on the app, you can hear the difference in your tone and how you speak freely more and how confident you sound more. And sometimes I'll be like, Oh, she gangster, huh? <laughs> and I'll, um, keep doing it. <laughs> We're giving you claps, Puddles. 
Yeah, it's a voice over app. You can like choose whatever you want to say. <laughs> so I can like say this right here. Self-esteem is knowing your worth. It's the school of Self-esteem is knowing your worth. It's the 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 positive feeling. Well, you're smacky, but you know, but you're just scared me off. No, self esteem is knowing your worth. It's the positive. Self esteem is knowing your worth. It's the positive feeling we have. Self esteem is knowing your worth. It's the positive. Yeah, so it's like a voice changer effect. So I can like put whatever I want in it and. It'll read it back to me. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, so are, have you changed? Oh, go ahead. Next is messages. Yeah. Because it's because of the seven mm -hmm. Have a blessed night, ladies. Be safe. God be with you. And next time. Um, safe journey wherever you go. Enough love. Bye. Bye, Tyra Star. Thank you so much for sharing. And Tyra Star, you can email me at salty coffee. Well, salty coffee at saltycoffeellc.com. Or you can reach out to me so that we can hear your poems. Or you can submit a poem if you visit my website and just email it to me or text me. My website is, um, oh, you're not on YouTube, sorry. Um, for those of you on stereo who are listening, this is being recorded live on YouTube and Facebook. Um, for the outside listeners, you know, the older folks who refuse to go into stereo. Because <laughs> that's just that one more app they don't want to add to their phone. <laughs> so, but go ahead, we'll listen to that that other one. And then I'll, I, I, I don't want to forget the question. Hey, Crystal. Um, I am Crystal. That's the same thing with me. Like, I can talk in stereo and it'll be like, hey, actually, like I'm outspoken or whatever. But put me in front of crowds, like two people or three people to read something and I, I freeze up. You know what I mean? So um, public speaking is really not even my thing. So <laughs> trust me, I understand that. That's why I couldn't even read the poem, you know. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Like I can be myself on here, but then like to speak in front of people, it's not gonna happen. But you're doing it right now. <laughs> I guess it's like leaving a message. <laughs> so when did you start stereo puddles? I started in um, November. I was actually introduced um, to stereo by Crystal. Oh. Introduced me to stereo. And at first, can you hear me? I can hear you. It, it went a little lower, but I can hear you. Hold on. Yeah, that's better. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, when I um got on here, I was nervous. I I did a show with her, but it was like I was kind of nervous at first. I was like I couldn't do it, but then she kind of 
you know, taught me the ropes and then I got used to it. And then I started doing more shows. And it's like now most of my shows are based around spirituality. Okay. A lot of people want to do shows with me based on spirituality. So we'll do this. If you want, we could do a half hour show once a week. Um, just email me the date and time that works best for you. And I'll see um, where we're at. What what's like the best time for you? Like daytime or nighttime? Nighttime. Okay. All right. Because then um, maybe practice is good. Consistency, like I am Crystal, always reminds us. Consistency is the key. So we'll pick a, a day of the week, and then we'll do a half hour, and we could still do it through healing through poetry if you want. Um. I, okay. I I appreciate you, Puddles. I'm so happy. Please make sure that you show your friends how to vote for your poems on my website. It's a it's a simple, you know, Google Doc form, and it's on my website www.saltycoffeellc.com or Salty Coffee Podcast. Either one is fine. If you Google Salty Coffee Podcast, you'll find me somewhere. Um, and You'll click on her poems. There's other poems in there, but this is really to promote you so that you can win the $200. And um, the poem with the most votes is the poem that wins, right? So you can vote for more than one poem. You just have to submit more than one form, which is fine. Um, I know on the form, it has the email address to put in you have the option to put it or not put it. So that's fine. And they can submit as many votes as they want to. The deadline to vote is April 15th, 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. And if we need to extend it, we'll do that. But I'll speak to the other poet um, because some of his friends are, are older and refuse to go online anywhere <laughs> to do anything. So, you know, if if you need to help your friends and family on, and showing them how to do it, you know, just tell them to text you and then you can text me, you know, whatever, and then we'll we'll work something out. But I I'm rooting for you. I really want you to win this $200 because you are amazing. And thank you so much for joining the Salty Coffee family. Make sure you subscribe to my page um if you haven't done so. And for those of you who are listening, this is being broadcast on YouTube and Facebook. You can always go back to the replay there, or you can always go back to the replay on stereo on Miss Puddles Flow 91 or Salty Coffee. And I'm not into the following thing or anything. To YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm subscribed to your YouTube and your Facebook, okay. and I'm actually in your Salty Coffee group. Okay, perfect. Oh, that's right. I just, you know what it is? I'm, I'm looking at the name Puddles Flow and it's not registering <laughs> the other name. Um, so I, I have adopted a new daughter and your mom would not hate me for it. <laughs> um, so please make sure that you share with your mom any information on the podcast that will relate to people our age, 51. But I do encourage all young people to learn how to invest, to learn um, if you're not gonna be on the entrepreneurial side, 
to learn what advantages and benefits you have as a worker. All right. So everybody have a good night. Um, have a blessed night. Have a good sleep. And I'll probably be listening if you're um, going to be talking to someone else because I'm I'm at a place where I can't be on the phone talking, but I can listen. All right. Okay. I'm Crystal. Thank you so much for stopping by. We love you. <laughs> Later. Bye, puddles. Hi, everyone. So that was um, the show for Stereo. Don't forget Mellow Mondays, every Mondays at 7 p.m. Um, for those of you who stopped by, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love it. Um, it's been an hour now, and I have to go. Goodbye. Mwah. Love you. <laughs>